0: Welcome to Walking Free. This is Pastor Evan Buyaker, and today on the show we have Pastor Rick Mercer of the Morganton Seventh-day Adventist Church, and he is going to talk to us about how God brought him out of lust and uh, give you some suggestions on how you can get out of it, too, if if that's something that you're dealing with. So uh, welcome, Pastor Rick. Honor to be here with you, Pastor Evan. Amen. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um so I have a few questions for you. Um, when and how did this addiction to lust start?
1: Evan, it started at a very early age uh, by a relative uh, introducing me to a to a naked photo of, of, a, of a woman. Uh, wow. That started a chain reaction in my life. Wow, and so that, that really
0: began everything. Um, after that all began looking back what kind of effects did it have in your life
1: looking back it i can see where it really warped my my way of looking at a relationship between a man and woman it it totally distorted god's plan for my life there
0: Mm. so you know it distorted the relation or your perception of the relationship between a man and woman Mm -hmm. um and, you know, you got
1: deeper into it. So how did you eventually get set free? It happened because of prayer. Uh, this, this addiction got worse and worse. It started when I was an early teenager, maybe 13, uh, possibly even earlier than that. But as the years progressed, it got worse and worse, uh, up and even into my adult life. It carried forward uh, until the time I met my wife, Cindy. I had a beautiful wife. And, uh, I said, I said, I don't need any of that stuff anymore. I'm going to, uh, I will I, I've got a beautiful wife now. And, and so I'm going to put that in the past. And I tried real hard and I did really good, uh, just for, for a month or two. And then I started slipping back in my old ways because see, there's no way that I could overcome that sin apart from Jesus Christ. So, uh, what happened, uh, Cindy knew that there was a problem and, and she began praying for me, and not only did she pray for me, but she fasted for me, and as she did that, I witnessed something happen in her life I'd never seen in any more, anybody before, I, uh, I just, I watched a transformation take place, because she should have been just angry, and even could have left me over something like that, but she chose to dig in and pray, and by that time, uh, somebody that she worked with, who was a Seventh-day Adventist, um, asked me, if I would like to study the Bible, knowing now I see God working here, and as I filled my life with Jesus, that, that sin that had a grip on my life lost its hold, and I gave it to the Lord, and He gave me victory.
0: Mm. Yeah, so God gave you victory over it, and wow, it's really awesome how you got set free from that, I mean, yeah. that's that's a big thing that a lot of people battle, and uh So you had some help directly from God in His Word. What are some of the Scriptures that uh, helped you with
1: that? Some of the Scriptures that that I can think of that uh, really had a huge impact on my life that I took is personally mine. See, when I read the Bible, I I just didn't read it. I, I applied the Scriptures to my life. Like Hebrews 7.25. Hebrews 7.25. I could just hear God speaking to me through that Scripture. It says, Therefore... He is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. I heard that scripture saying to me there, up there in the heavenly sanctuary, if you come to Jesus in prayer, he's just waiting to help you. And he can help and he can save to the uttermost. No matter what it is, no matter how big a grip that that sin has on your life, he can save you. I cried out to God. I said, okay, Lord, I can't help myself here. I'm addicted to this. It's got a hold on my life. Please help me. And God did. He saved to the uttermost. Another scripture that was just as powerful to me is Philippians 4.13. I can do how many things? all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. That's including the addiction addiction of lust. That everybody says, oh, that's just normal, you know, that it's something you'll never be able to overcome because it's your natural instinct. That's a lie from Satan. Jesus Christ can help you overcome that. Another scripture that that was really important to me was in Hebrews chapter 12. Um, This, to me, just nailed this particular sin. Um, In Hebrews 12, it reads like this. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, if you just read verse 1, you go, Yes, okay, I've got a problem. I do have a sin that so easily besets me, but how do I have victory over it? The answer is found in verse 2. By looking unto Jesus, the Author and the Finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. By some translations say, by fixing your eyes on Jesus, and that's what I had to do, Pastor Evan. I had to, I had to fix my eyes on Jesus. See what was happening. Satan had 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 ruled my thoughts for so many years just had complete control and and i and i they he would he would pass by a a seductive uh, either a scene that i watched or or or, or, or witness face to face whatever it was and it would it would go in my mind and automatically i'd be tempted you know with that lustful thought so by fixing my thoughts by fixing my eyes on jesus it 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 held that 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 type of thing, that type of, I guess that type of a temptation uh, down, and by fixing my eyes on Jesus, that thought was just pushed away. By fixing my eyes on Jesus, well, um, when,
0: when you fix your eyes on Jesus, like what do you do? How do you do that? Oh, what is fixing your eyes on Jesus? Thank you for, yeah. uh,
1: and because this is probably the most important part, um, it's 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 watching. It's it's watching ab- what you're thinking, being aware of your thoughts, not letting your thoughts just run rampant out there. So I started putting scriptures like I've shared with you, you know, in my mind. I started memorizing scripture. Uh, I started I started listening to the Bible. I started listening to sermons. I, one of my, one thing that I did that really changed my life is uh, I started singing, and uh, I started singing a song. I've decided to follow Jesus. And and I would I would walk around the farm and I would sing, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. And I would sing that song all day long. I really did keep my thoughts and wow. my and my eyes on Jesus. I did that and that's what helped me gain victory over at Terrible Sin. Amen. You know, uh, another scripture that proves this is found in James James chapter 4 and, and verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. And um, I'd like to read that with you too because this is just as important. It says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Verse 8 goes on to say, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You know, so um, I've, I've heard it said a lot of times, resist the devil and he will flee. Well, if you just look at it that way, you're really taking the Scripture out of context because we can't resist the devil on our own. Right? I could not, once that thought, once the devil tempted me with that lustful thought, it was over with. I was going down. Right. The, the key to it was fixing my eyes on Jesus. The key to it was found in the very first verse and also in the first verse I just heard this
0: other day on the radio. I heard this.
1: Yeah, it says, therefore, submit to God. So the only way to resist the devil is by first submitting to God. Okay? And then then the devil will flee from you. But then you can't stop there. You've got to draw near to God. And if you draw near to God, he promises to draw near to you. Pastor Evan, this changed my life.
0: Hmm.
1: I want to tell you, you cannot stomp sin out of your life. But you can crowd it out with Jesus.
0: Amen. So, you know, you crowd, begin to crowd sin out of your life with Jesus. Yeah. And uh, that's definitely the foundation. You said you fix your eyes on Jesus and you would walk around with the song in your heart. Yes. Uh, that's, really, that's really awesome. Um, and I'm sure everyone listening, they might want some practical suggestions um, past the most important thing. How, what are some little things they can do, some walls, some safeguards they can have to guard against
1: falling into this lust? I think I could answer that best by, by again, sharing a scripture with you. The only way that you can safeguard yourself is by putting the full armor of God on. There Amen. really, really is no other way. You know, It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord... And in the power of his might. So the only way, Pastor Evan, that, that we're going to be safeguard ourselves against the enemy is by, is by being strong in the Lord, not strong in our own power, by strong in the Lord. Strong that's the only way we can do that. Finally brethren, be strong in the Lord and in his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against against principalities and powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and have it done all to stand. You know, go putting on the full armor to God is by, by believing that there is a God out there that loves you and cares about you and in faith, grabbing a hold of Him, abiding in Him, claiming His promises, crying out to Him in prayer, asking Him for help. It's by living a life, to me, in a state of prayer and also living in the Word of God. It's having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the only way you can have a relationship is two-way communication. In other words, you talking to God in prayer and Him speaking to you in the Word. And, And then by doing that you're walking and talking with God, and nothing can touch you when you when you when you do that now another scripture that that's that was very powerful to me is uh and especially with with the um with with the uh, addiction of lust that just had a complete grip on my life was found in second corinthians chapter ten in, in in verse three through five and I want to read this to you and explain this uh it goes on to say in verse three for though we walk in the flesh We do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. It's very important to note here that with the addiction of lust, that it's a mind thing. And, And once you fall to this, uh, it gets easier and easier to fall uh as time goes on so i had i had felt this when I was thirteen you know i was i was um you know probably uh uh close to forty years old and I want you to know that that over the years that this had a powerful hold on my life powerful hold on my life a gripping hold on my life wow. and so this this scripture right here brings brings up that 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 my warfare is is not carnal anything I do, but mighty in God, pulling down those strongholds, casting down those imaginations, those things that had a grip. The word of God is powerful, and it and it did. It just it, the the grip that that Satan had on my life was just threw away because of the be. blood of Jesus. You know, a lot of people don't know this, and I, I think a lot of people think that that uh, that a that a, that a that lust is just something that you've just got to deal with forever because you're a human being. That's a lie, because because when Jesus died on that cross, He didn't die only to pay the price for my sin, Pastor Evan, but He also died to give me power to overcome sin. That's exactly what this scripture is talking about right here. You know, uh, another thing that uh, a safeguard that that will help you out is uh, is is just you know I've learned that that even though God has given me victory over this besetting sin by fixing my eyes on Jesus i know i do know that 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 satan since he knows that this is that i that part of my nature is to to be weak in this that he could always tempt me again but when he tempts me i run straight to jesus right then that's what it is i run to jesus, you run I, don't, to jesus. I run to jesus i get a hold of jesus and i don't <laughs> let go of him and 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 I don't tempt myself. I don't, you know, uh, when Satan's. It's not a sin to be tempted. Right. It's a it it's a sin when you dwell on it. You let it get a hold of your thoughts, and you think about it, and then and then you, you and then then the sin. So everybody's going to get get tempted. Jesus got tempted, but I've learned that anything I can do on my own to 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 uh, not set myself up. So I I like those saying out of sight, out of mind. For example. Uh, and let me, let me say it like this. If, if the sin that so easily besets you, Pastor Evan is ice cream, then I recommend that you do not walk by the ice cream store every day on the way to work. Or if you were in school, don't walk by the ice cream store on the way to school. You, you choose an alternate route. You put this out of out of your sight, you you put anything that would trigger that temptation. You get wise on that and ask God to give give you wisdom, and you make sure that you do everything on your part to make sure that you're not going to set yourself up for an easy fall. Hmm. Uh, another thing that that I that I think is highly recommended, my wife and I advise people to do. Uh, husband and wives, you know uh, a lot of times there's an issue with the husband being addicted to porn and and we suggest that since since one of the easiest place to 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 have access to porn is on your computer on your website, we we, we, we encourage people to get some type of content blocker installed on their computer. That really helps out, and it, it avoids that, that temptation. When you, you might mean well, you don't plan on falling into temptation that day, but then you get on your computer and you don't have any blocks whatsoever. You might type in a, a search, there it pops up, and boom, it's in your face. Wow. And, and, and so Satan don't fight fair. So do anything that you can to set up a wall, a protector, a safeguard, protecting you from that, from that happening. Another thing that that I've learned to do is I just don't watch a certain type of TV programs like I used to. You know, certain type of TV programs just have, the, you know, yeah, they just have, lewd. That. It's yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, it's there. It's especially now in the day we live in. I've learned just to to not put myself in that temptation. I choose to watch something else, read the Bible, yeah, you know, or put something spiritual, or watch in, the Bible, and, yeah, or watch the Bible, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, praise yeah. God. Yeah. yeah, and so, uh, uh, and and uh, and another thing, I. That I think is very very important is get an accountability partner, somebody that you can really trust, somebody that that you know cares about you, somebody that can hold you accountable, that can that you can talk straight up with about this. Get somebody like that, that yeah, that would be a great a great help for you if if you do that. So.
0: Well, uh, thanks, Pastor Rick, for everything you had to share today. I mean, I definitely learned a lot, especially some of those scriptures. Uh, you shared one I liked a lot, uh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. That was uh, really, really powerful. So uh, I hope all of you out there will, were blessed by this presentation, uh, by this show. Uh, I know I was just now. So have a great uh, great day, everyone. And this was Walking Free with Pastor Evan Buyaker and Pastor Rick Mercer. Take care. Bye.